Hello there. It's time for Cheap Show once again. I'm Eli Silverman. Oh, and sorry, news is just coming in. Beep, 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 beep. Hi, this is Fraud Spot, and we've got news coming in today of the renowned section of Cheap Show called The Source Report is under investigation at the moment for fraudulent knowledge and uh, backroom activities. Uh, apparently, uh, he's been in the pocket of big source companies who has? taking bribes. And we're going to speak to the man who heads this uh, source report, Mr. Eli Silverman. Is the, Mr. Silverman! Mr. Silverman! Yes? Hello! Uh, I'm what? from, the, I'm from um, Cheap Show's Fraud Report, and uh, I've got questions for you, okay. sir. Okay, well, I'm happy to answer any questions. Everything's above board. And the, uh, the rumours that have come out about the source report are nothing but unfounded rumours, and I'd like to see anyone produce a scrap of evidence, because source report is a service that uh, it, all of the cheapskates and cheap show listeners all value very highly, because it's source. It talks about source, and that's always well, been what they that, do. Well, and it's good, impartial, and we don't have any, we don't take any kind of payments from any kind of source company. Heinz is not... Lady, doing anything lady, I have to interrupt you I'm sorry I've got this print out here this print out here which I'll let you read right now this says that. that you received a payment of £40,000 from the El Guacateco mate source you can't company. even remember a word you said before you see you try and do a bit you're trying to do a bit, and you haven't got the skills. Don't change this question, Mr. Silverman. I'm not Did changing you the question. Forty thousand pounds for a well-known source, hot source company. Now, I've the, got one. The print out there says you received. I've got a question for you. Yes. Do you think I'd still be fucking sat in this dismal room with some fucking scouse twat doing a fucking shit thing? That fucking just fails constantly. That's all that's good about it. It's it's constant failing. Do this with you. If I had forty grand from El Yakateca to fucking push their sources. Welcome to Cheap Show. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, alright? It's a fact of cheap show you're gonna have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tales from the dance floor. Well, you haven't answered the question. The source report is cleaner than my own, my balls. <laughs> so you're filthy, filthy thing altogether, no, Mr. Silverman. My clean, the cleanliness that surrounds my Filth. my nads, it shines, it shimmers in the air with cleanness. No, it's pure soapy. I've seen 100%. those videos, restoration videos. You know when they take an old, rusty old thing and then they clean it up. And they did it with and my there was nads. one with your balls. They, yeah. they presented your balls and they were all rusty and musty and gross. And, and what do they do to them? scabby. Well, first of all, it's interesting you ask. Right. They put your balls yeah. in a, a sandblasting unit right. and just took off all the rust from the outside. And they got some rust out. The, yeah. the, the, the supple ball underneath. The butt. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he takes them onto some wire wool and some uh, 1,000 grit sandpaper and just buffs it down. Gets it's my it nice favourite smooth. <laughs> yeah, it buffs it down. And then he gives it a good old polish on the wheel. He polishes the balls on the wheel, brings out a lot of the colour, but that natural uh, texture. And then that's it. You've got a nice pair of as good as new balls. So my claim that my balls are at this point 
Yeah, immaculately clean. It's correct. And it you, is correct. And you, you yes. can see the video online right now. It's Eli's Ball Sack Restoration Video by Fix Em and Licks Em. <laughs> the channel's called Fix It and Licks It. Yeah, right. Fix Em and Licks Em. Because he fix them, then he licks them at the end. That's also my favourite bit. Yeah, it is when he licks your balls at Paul, the end. Oh, can you just try, and, just try and inspire me with something a bit better than this nonsense? Source report fraud. That didn't work. Now the- It worked all right. I thought you were going to get angry and say, no, no, and storm off. That would be that, what's like they do on the cook report, remember? Oh, the cook report. Yeah. Remember? I thought you'd be something like that. It was like, no, no, Barbara. It'll get a bit brand off. Barbara. It's always Barbara It's the only name you. I can think of. It's the only name you can think of. It's not. But Your child Barry. is going to be a boy and he's going to be called Barbara. What's wrong with that? Babs. All right, Babs. It will be confusing for him. Names. What are names? What are names? Just signifiers. Don't mean anything. You change your name. I could change They're my name signifiers. right now. My name right now is called Ryan Gannon. They're not signifiers. Yeah. They don't signify anything. Think signify That's the point your you're name. trying to make. They signify who you symbols. are. They're part of your identity. So you're, what point are you trying to make? That names aren't important no or are? No more questions. I'm <laughs> storming off. You are a fucking intellectual lightweight, my friend. You can't string... A rational arguments together. He's all clever right you can't now, fucking, ladies and gentlemen. You can't speak smart. He's all high and mighty right now, ladies and gentlemen. But a couple of minutes' time, he'll be going, Oh, pooey DVDs. Pooey, pooey. <laughs> just because you love winky, it when I say winky. that. I don't love it. I just you love it, it when I say pooey DVD. I don't love you it do. when you say pooey I've heard you. DVDs. You had a little nap now. I remember I, used to, I just woke you up before we started this second recording Oh, yeah, I'll go today. along with this comedy gold idea. And you know what you were saying in your sleep? Go on. Oh, I say put me DVD to me. Yeah, I love it when you say that. Oh, oh, please say it. Yeah, say put me DVD. Yeah, Eli, I love you. You are good at stuff, and especially when you say put me DVD. Then I woke are... up and you went, oh, oh, and then a little wet stain emerged oh, fuck off. Your... <laughs> fuck in your off. pants, and you would you would boffed in your sleep over me saying put DVD, Paul. <laughs> Yes, you had. Yes, you had. Welcome to the Economy Comedy Cheap Show podcast, where we go through the bargain bins, the charity shops, the thrift stores, the jumble sales, the bazaars of Great Britain and beyond, and look for the treasure amongst that trash and bring it to you via podcast. Hello. Hello, I'm Paul Gannon. I'm Eli Silverman. And this is Six Minutes In. Right, so we've got a... <laughs> they don't need to know that. I, I need they to can... know that. Why do you need to know it? Keeps me abreast Listen, of if the they time. were listening, they could look at it on their thing, on their phone or whatever device they're using. It will say exactly how much time has elapsed. Well, you don't have to fucking tell them. It's too more much fucking fat. Trim the fat off right, your get home off. delivery. Get off then. What do you mean, get you're off? You're my fat. Get off. I'm I'll your do. fat. Yeah. You're my fat. I, get I'm off. I'm the meat. I'm not the you're fat, not. You're, You are the gristle well, that surrounds the meat of my he's, genius. He's clutching his knob. Yeah, he's clutching it through his trousers. You are the gristle, mate, that surrounds my love long lang link. <laughs> Paul, I actually thought we were going to do a quite a good one, but it hasn't been. It's, oh, look, it's still early. It's only seven minutes All in. All right, should we try and improve it from now? Do you want to see what I've bought this week? What have you bought? Oh, this is like Paul's item at the beginning of the show that doesn't Item really of fit, the week. Doesn't fit in anywhere. Item of the week. Now, what have you bought for us this week on item of the week? Oh, he's handed it to me. Wow. This is a product. It's mint on card, everybody. It is reasonably mint on card. It is literally mint on card. I don't think card. it's been opened it's, at it's all. It's fucking unopened mint on card. Mm. And it's by a company called Spy Mission. And this is... I just need to take the price off because you paid... Uh... £2, which is a bit costly, but I was so enamoured with what it was. 
But it doesn't have any clear sort of thing. It's a watch with a bunch of gum. It does tell you on it. It's a listening kit. It's a listening kit. It's a listening kit. So this is a bug for bugging what? Your phone? Yeah, I think the bug is in the watch and you leave the watch somewhere. Just leave it lying around. Yeah. And, and then, this is the listening device. Yeah. Can I open this? Yeah. I, again, this might not work like last week when we had the bloody... Uh... Well, this is very mint on card. You can hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm he's giving it a proper turn. Peeling it off. Yeah, we had that gym kit. I'm peeling the blister pack off the... Yeah. Uh, the values the just card. dropped down to nothing, Eli. Do they call that blister pack? They don't, do you? No. That has dropped down to nothing. Here's the watch. I'm going to hand that to you. All right, Paul. okay. I'm going to have a look at this. Now, there's a little pack here. It's not a bad watch. I mean, it's obviously very cheap, but from a distance, it looks now, fine. Now, what do I have to put the battery in? Oh, well, there's a sticky bit dangling off it. Oh. What do I put the battery? There's a little watch battery know. here. That yeah, you I think it probably goes in the watch, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe it goes in the listening department. Uh, this is weird. It's got weird things written on it. So it says, it's got like, you know, like it's meant to be a sports watch. No, I can see there's a battery already in this listening Oh, department. okay. Yeah, so maybe it needs watch. to go in here. What does it say on the sports watch? Sporty Round, time. It says time clue. And then it says transport. But it's like trans and then sport. Two words. Rubber time clue? <laughs> I don't know what a rubber time clue is. It's more. Is this more of a toy or an actual espionage I mean, I item? Don't, I don't do we know. Think? It says listening device. Join the Spy Academy. Oh, it has Play got your a free mobile game. I think it's more of a toy. It does have a battery. It's a spy in, toy. But I'm guessing it doesn't work. Or is this the spare battery? Yeah, give us the spare one. See if that works. Because, oh, it's a bigger battery. Now, it's got, you've got some oh, earbuds. Mate, it's a much bigger battery than the one that's in there. I don't, what are you meant to do with it? What are you meant to do with it? Well, look at the back. Look at the back of the car. See if you can figure that out. There's headphones. And the headphones definitely go into this. So this is the listening device. So yeah. I've planted my watch. This bit here, which I believe. And I've got the listening device here, which has a volume control on it. Battery should only be changed, blah, blah, blah. What's it saying, Care. though? So, listener. I've got the listener, yeah. And then, has it got a battery in? What kind of battery does it take? There, it's there. Yeah, so that... It's a spare battery, mate. It's just a spare isn't powering How do you thing. turn it on? I don't know. I'm going turn to try it on. I'm pressing the, buttons in, I! I'm going to put the headphones in. Can you hear anything? If I put it on? Yeah. There. I can hear it. All right, hang on. Let me go out the room and talk yeah, yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Really? Yeah. Hang it's on. working. I'm going to go out the room. It's working, mate. I can hear it. All right. He's going to speak to me and uh, he's going to say something and then I'll see if we can... Uh, I'll write down what he says so we can prove that he, uh, he actually said something. Did it work? Did, I, did you say something? Yeah. Hang on, can you hear it now? Yeah. Maybe Go out. I could hear you just shuffling around. No. No. Can you hear me now? No. Paul, what's going on? You put the headphones on. All right, I'll put the headphones on. Is there something we need to do? We need to turn this on, the, cl- the watch on. Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah do you see what I mean? Weird. Why is, it, why is it picking it up there? You talk. I'm going to go outside and you talk and I'll try and listen. All right, he's gone outside. Uh, I'm talking, but it's not... I'm talking into it. Hello? Hello, I'm talking into the the watch. Uh, doesn't seem to work, does it? Ah, God. Ah, ah it's too loud. It's, it's too loud. It, it's, it picks It picks up. What's it picking up? It, it just... It, like, this sounds like an amplifier. So when you put it on, it amplifies what you're hearing. Yeah. By certain decibels. But I don't know. Oh, so that's what it is. It's for eavesdropping. It's yeah. not a bug. I see. Oh, so it's not a what? bug. So it's like you have it on you. Okay. So what's it... the watch for then? I have no idea. 
the spy it's a it's part of a toy range called spy academy yeah yeah the spy academy is a great new club for every young agent enlist today and receive a f- fantastic free mobile phone game ringtone screensavers free stuff for your school i think that's just a listening enhancer it's meant to enhance the so- sound yeah, so, you can so you can overhear listen overhear people yeah well that's interesting well, there you go hang on i'm gonna turn it on ah fuck it's loud you're getting feedback yeah yeah me ears whisper Hello, I have a large problem. Ah, oh, I can't fucking do it. Oh, God! Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hurt me right, ears. that's a piece of shit. I have no idea what the watch does, if anything. But that amplifies ambient sound, so it must have a mic on it there. Battery operated. What was it? It doesn't actually tell you what it does, though. No, it's weird, isn't it? Maybe it's just a kind of listening thing, With so you watch. can whisper. So if you're in a room and you point it in the general direction of someone, you can pick up their talking yeah, a bit more. Yeah, through a door maybe or something. Maybe. I don't know. Should we start the show proper then? Right. Anyway, welcome to Cheap Show. It's the Economy Comedy Podcast where I, Paul Gannon, tolerate Eli Silverman's excesses. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tolerate a lot of stuff. What's going up on the show today, Eli? Well, today we have the price of Shiga Shiga Shite. Oh, yeah. Which is our little way of doing stuff. And <laughs> don't talk to me about non sequiturs. Um, uh, what else? He's struggling, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what else we got? I don't know. We've got. We're going to go back to that book about London. Oh, we've got some tales London. from London. As part of Paul's page turners, we're going to go back to that book and look into a few more historical moments from London that you might just not know about. But are we going to start with the Prize of Shite, Paul? Yeah. All right. But so we're going to do it after I put the sound effect in, aren't I? What sound effect? I don't know. Sometimes it's the ching ching of a till, or sometimes it's the tingling of a bell, or sometimes it's shaking the money pot, or well, sometimes it's the uh, cash machine. It. <laughs> You don't have to. No, you don't we're have not. to use the yeah, sound. Yeah, we do. Thing. No, you don't. Look. Just, they're good. Just imagine you this. You did this last time. It didn't work. <laughs> they would do it last time. You did. You did this it like 20 work. episodes ago. Well, I'm doing it again. Right. You dropped the coins and you the bashed the mic. Shite. Yeah. You are right. a wank. Welcome, welcome to this next no, section, no, Paul. No, 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 no. The section starts. No, there's the sound effect. The se- section. Don't you fucking dare. There's the sound effect, Paul. No, it's not happening. Here's the fucking sound effect. Right. Right. Jingle time. Talking to your fucking microphone. Fucking hell. Hey, Paul. Paul's a wank, a wank, a wank. He's a wank, a wank, wank, hey, wank. This fucking podcast. I know. Right. I know. Right, you ready? Yes. What Today, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play The Price of Shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. And that's right. Right, it's the price of shite, Paul. Ooh, now, a nice classic one. There have been lots of different versions of the game, but the recent way that we've been doing it, Paul, yeah. is a combination of classic price of shite, guess the price, Yeah. combined with yeah. your live version where you just put them in order. In order. But we do both. Yeah. So, there are three items today, Paul. Yeah. And there's a number of ways you can score points. Okay? It's exciting. You score a point for each item in the correct order of ascending priciness. What? So if you say this is the cheapest, yeah. and it is, yeah. you get the you get a point oh, for that. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah? So, yeah, and yeah. if you say this is the middle one in terms of price, 
you get a point for that. And if you say this is the most expensive one, yeah, and it is, you yeah. get a point for that. Yeah. So there's three points available. Good from things being in the right orientation. It, but if you think about the maths of this, Paul, you can't actually score two points. You can only score one, one or three, one or three. Yeah, on that. It's interesting, that isn't it? Yeah, because if that's the nature of numbers, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, yeah. Isn't that the nature of numbers? That's an. Isn't it? The it's nature the nature of numbers. Of numbers isn't that the nature of numbers? Numbers though? have a nature. And, and what, this is part of their nature. It's part to, of their nature. To be is numbers. It, no, it's not just to be numbers. They are numbers. Yes. But it's their nature to be numbers. And also to behave in ways. It, it, uh, n- naturally. They behave in ways. Yes, they behave in ways that we don't understand. So, one or three points available from the ordering of the items. Great explanation of the rules so far. Continue, Mr. Silverman. But you also can guess the price of the shite itself, Paul. You can and indeed. And there are rules you can score from that. You get two whole points if if you get it on the nose as on we the say nose if exactly you, right you guess exactly the price that i paid for the item you get two points it's a big score if it is within 25p either way 25, under or over 25p either yeah. way under or over you get one point yeah because we're generous here we, we don't want to go you don't want you to go away empty-handed empty although you definitely want me to go away empty-handed that's not the way i play the game paul I'm not going to put... I've put, been very that's not the, fair That's not the way I fucking play the game, Paul. That's I'm not going to put shit on any of this. I'm not going to dunk, teabag any of these I'm items. I'm not going to pick up floor I'm, from a tube or... You know, floor, a dirt, from yeah. a, floor from a tube? A pick tube. up floor from a tube? Pick up Have sweets. I? Pick up Have sweets. I said how much was this piece of floor from a tube <laughs> to you? No. no. I'm just saying, you pick up sweets from the floor of a tube station and hand that to me. Or the crusty eye make, patch. Or the crusty eye patch. And then you went way too far and you put a tie in poo and then try to fucking give me disease. And then put a Keith Lemon DVD in a toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> threw it at you. So, that's not the way, way I play. Yeah, I play fair. I play fair. You have. Uh, it, it's nothing. Nothing to price, Paul. Possible. Nothing to price. I found it a lot. Nothing nine, to price. It's legitimate. It is, could be zero nine That's points. not fair, is it? Nine that, points. Still fucking angry about that. Can nine, I just say, still what? angry about your whole fucking eye patch zero points thing and then the one pound at the other end, one pound. It was you just don't know how appall- to play the game. It was appalling You don't know how to play. It was appalling. I'll tell you what's appalling gamesmanship. Paul. Yeah. I'll tell you what's appalling gamesmanship. <laughs> yeah. Gamesmanship. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. You say it. Gamesmanship. 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 I can say it too. Gamesmanship. 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 Yeah. Gamesmanship. Gamesmanship. Or, or gamesmanship. the USS Gloria. Which is the gay man ship. <laughs> now, Paul. Yeah. Now, Paul. Yeah. What When you pretended that one... Because uh, we have a different uh, version of The Price of Shite, which is another good version, which is the found, mm. given... The BFG. Bought, found, or, or given, given version. Yeah. And where you said, I found it under the Christmas tree. That was a gift. We all know that. And the cheapskates have backed me up on this. And that was unfair. Okay? Now, let's just put bygones be bygones. <laughs> yeah? For a moment. Yeah. Let's do bygones be bygones. We've got a lovely, fresh price of shite for you, Paul. I, I wish you well. I hope you get the Thank maximum you. score. Okay? None of this bad is, feeling. If I did it all right, all three in the you right order. You would get nine points. Right. Nine points are you possible to win. You've done here. quite badly lately. I had a zero, yeah, and then and a one, and a one pointer. Yeah. So I'm not. Listen, fine. did I cheat in any of those circumstances? No. Did I not even aid in many respects? You didn't cheat, but you know, you do seem to be better generally at guessing the price of stuff than me. I, I'll accept I, I that. had a bit of a str- a bit of a winning streak. Now, are you ready for your first item? Give Paul? me, give me, give me an item. 
Say what you see, Paul. First item, price or, of shot. I like this. This falls into the, if I'd seen this, I'd get this Would two you? category. Yeah, because it's like the uh, cream egg cups. Or the, we uh, like a bit of uh, promotional old school food crockery on yeah. this show. This is and that s- falls into that category. Let's tell them what it is, Paul. It's a cereal bowl. And it's a cereal bowl, I think, always, you know, almost designed for the cereal it holds. It's a Weetabix cereal bowl celebrating 70 years of Weetabix. Now, what is Weetabix for those of us that don't know what Weetabix is, Paul? It's like a kind of it's it's like a kind of grain biscuit, isn't it? It's, it's like a, a it's a, a, a lozenge shaped sort of cereal biscuit yeah. that you meant to put uh, it's a breakfast cereal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it goes soggy very quickly. I like it when it goes soggy, though. It, you put a bit of sugar on top, milk. You don't have to. Let it, I, you don't have to, but you let it, you know, crumble a bit. It would be go, too dry to eat without milk. Oh, you it? couldn't You couldn't eat it dry, Eli. Uh, but you can actually get it really mushy, can't you? If you put some milk on and leave it for a few minutes. <laughs> when I lived in Bournemouth and I used to write for Paragon Publishing, there was a Shakeaway. Back in the day, Shakeaway had just opened up. What shake-away is Shakeaway? is a... Uh, a, a fancy sh- uh, milkshake store where you can go. Oh, I want a dime bar milkshake. Do or they what? still? Do they still do? Still have shake them in Brighton. Okay. They still have them in. Uh, oh yeah, I think I've seen them. Watford Junction. They had one. You did, but shake places haven't really taken off in London. You don't see them that much. You see them on London. the outskirts. Oh, There's yeah. tons. Like, what's in your a, feeling on a milkshake generally? I, I mean, like I can him. enjoy one once in a while. I like them. When I was a kid, me and my mate Dave we used to make uh, milkshakes of our own concoction. So you know, you do chocolate oh, yeah. Mars bars and stuff. Did you have a vi- visit from your uncle Grumbly? No. Did he come round? No, no so milkshakes were made put with some bodily... Of this in. Put some of this in, Paul. Put some of this in. Paul, little boy, you've made all sorts of lovely, lovely milkshakes, but it's missing one ingredient. Arse slurry. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so you used to make your own milkshakes? <laughs> What's wrong, Mr. Grum? <laughs> he's trying oh, to kill he, off he, Uncle he, Grumbly. He shut out his organs into uh, the milkshake. He's trying to kill off Uncle Grumbly. <laughs> I've wasted my life. Now, Uncle Grumbly seems to have died, He's everybody. Dead. I've killed him off. Well, that would work, Paul, but you've overlooked one thing. What? You were doing a flashback to Uncle Grumbly meeting you as a child, which means he couldn't have died back then, could he? Because he needed to be alive for his recent activities in the world of confectionery but stroke that's fine, poo. Because you know what that means? What? It means that Lady Plops and Squishy Jiv are back together because well, that never, never happened. Never happened. Why did We've it never happen? We've reset the timeline. All right. Uh, I'm alright. Uh, I've been a bit down actually. How have you, uh, darling? Yeah, I've got nothing to squish. You know. Well, since you went off with that, I don't remember him. It's all of a sudden disappeared. You don't remember who? You. Oh, I don't. The timeline is changing around me in a Back to the Future style way, which means I'm still allowed to remember bits of it, but it fades (laughs) out over time as the timeline is corrected. All right. So what? So you still want me to? Go oh, to supermarkets with you and squish, squish the shit. Squishy Jim, I was, I was blind. Oh, I was blinded by shit. Oh, I was blinded by the idea. Oh, of Squishy shit. Jim is back. <laughs> Squishy Jim is back again. <laughs> oh, oh, Madam Ladyplop, say you'll never let me go again. I will never. Discard you like yesterday's chip paper. Come on, they've just opened a little over there. Let's fucking put loads of shit in it. I can squish. Here we go. Squish, 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 
Squish, squish, squish, squish. Oh, I'm so happy. Squish, squish, squish. Squish, squish, squish. Oh, I'm in paradise. And they all lived happily ever after. Well, I'm glad the that's end. I'm glad that's all been sorted and that they're back together. And Mr. Grumbly, Uncle Grumbly's basically written out. Who? Cheap Who? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, weeds a bit small. Weeds a bit small. I love the colour of it. It's a nice yellow. It's a yellow bowl and it's square. That's the unusual thing. But it makes sense because. Okay, so you put a normal brick of Weetabix in a bowl, and because of the shape of it, it kind of sits above the bottom of the bowl, so the milk has to be poured in more to reach the top, and this is... You think it it would actually... They've thought about the design of Weetabix and how a square bowl would work better. Yeah, sits exactly on the bottom, the milk goes directly on it without any gap underneath, crumbles, evens out, it absorbs more evenly. Some people would like a sort of... The bottom half of their Weetabix to be... um, I want Mushy. You want it. I want this. I'll we'll give you we'll money for it. You can have it, Paul. How much is it? No, no. Ah, oh, damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cut me out again. You can have it, though, Paul. All right, cool. Okay, because you like it. It's nice, isn't it? I really like it. And it, it's these are the nice things that we get on uh, Cheap Show. I love this. I love sort of branded uh, crockery. Yeah. Is what it is, isn't well, it? Well, that all that kind of stuff. Like last week when we did the... Um, the froth shop stuff and all the sweets. I like when they incorporate the design, the iconography of the candy into it. So those little yes. bottles of nail polish, just they do cute, that, yeah. just adorable with the logo. This is on. crockery. This will last, and it's uh, a big seventieth anniversary. I wonder when that was. <sighs> let's, I think we should check that out. All right, let's check that out. Due process. It made me just think about the Spanish flea. You know that tune. I've got a Moog version on that. On that, can we do a Moog as Moog special again soon? Uh, uh, Moog two, Moog two, please. Back to the Moog. Yeah, please. Can we do it? Moog harder. Can we do it, Paul? Moog hard with a vengeance. Yeah. Moog, ho- <laughs> live Moog and die Moog. Another Moog to die Moog. <laughs> Put Weetabix seventieth anniversary. Bowls. Oh, it comes up on the thing. The okay. bowls come up, has it? Now, was this probably something you could p- collect stamps on the side of a packet and then send off for, maybe? I think so. There's not much details on... They oh, couldn't have put that 2002. in. 2002. It was ah. 70 years old. So, so that's quite quite an old bowl so now. 80. There's, there's some eBay prices here. Almost 18 years ago, this this was uh, was their 70th anniversary. It's interesting. On eBay, where I'm seeing a lot of these sales, they're being sold in sets of four. Ah, well, yeah, you'd have them as a set, wouldn't they? Yeah. Wouldn't they? How much are they going for? Little d- don't know. Between £8 for a set of four and £29. That's quite a lot, isn't it? For a set so of four. So they might be a bit collectible, these things. Maybe. A lot of people do collect stuff like that. Yeah. Like my granddad, I think it was my granddad, he loved collecting toy cars of Cadbury's. You know, they used to bring out vintage old model vans. And, and they had, have Cadbury's on the side. Or, yeah. or Hovis. Yes. Or Brand- he loved all that kind of shit. Well, that's why I've got one up there for Araldite. Oh, you do? Little van up there for Aldites. Yeah. yeah. Behind it is the uh, little uh, engraving of uh, Ali Pali I bought today. <laughs> You're very coloured. proud of this. You're very proud of it. Do you think it looks good up there? It does. It suits the uh, overall kind of bric-a-brac motif of that wall. Yes, it does. Now, I am going I to have to push you <laughs> yeah, over for a price. We are playing the price of shite uh, today, Paul. I'm going to say that was one. You don't. You can change it once well, you, you know see what? all three yeah, items. Yeah, you're right. I forgot we're doing. It. I'm going to. I'm going to wait and rank them before. You don't. I price you don't it. have a feeling. It's between one fifty and two pound. Okay. I think that. Okay. Now you ready for your second item, Eli? Good first item. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, good right. first all item. Right. All right. Here's your second item, right. Paul. Nope. You don't have to close your eyes. I know. I'm going to open. Up. What oh. do you think it is? It's fucking. 
You know what? <laughs> what? Good item. And then you hand me a small box of drawing pins. <laughs> That's what it is, Paul. Seventy-two. Shine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're this right. is vintage. That, look at the vintage box. Look at the nice vintage colour on that. I don't know. It sounds like condoms for robots on the back. What Double riveted say? for strength, rust resistant, electro-plated, superior quality. See, that's when the, back in the day when they actually used to have to sell you the drawing pins. They're trying to make... These days, they wouldn't try and big up the drawing oh, pins. What are they like? They're like drawing pins. With uh, flathead drawing pins. Flathead, with that weird pattern that all drawing pins had on the top. Let me see. like a little... Let me see. A little, little flower, kind of like a little fake daisy look. You know what I see? You see what I, I mean? I never noticed that before. These are vintage pins. I bet they don't have them on these these days. No, because they're no, all... No, because they have them like that. Look at that blue pin in there. They've got plastic heads yeah. these days. These are old school, mate. Yeah. These are nice old school ones. Yeah, not as exciting as the Weetabix... Uh, they can't all be winners. But it's got a quite nice re- retro packaging, doesn't it? When do you think... What era do you think? These might be 1950s drawing pins. Made especially for F.W. Woolworths and Co. Yeah. So that was back in the day when you go into Woolworths and just like sweets pick and mix, they had a wall full of uh, tools and, 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 and make stuff. Sundries, screws, things you needed. Screws, pins, yes. clamps, washers. This is probably a box in there. So yes, yeah, I actually like the colour and the, and the graphic design on the box. Yeah. I have to say. I would say that looking at it, it looks 50s early 60s it could be couldn't it which might be quite old well it doesn't say does it no they don't date these things but it's made for fw Woolworth. so it's item 53 so they probably had a all different maybe 70s then maybe 70s yeah it's probably 70s yeah but i mean made in england yay brexit right there you go (laughs) we don't need these french drawing we don't need the drawing pin the drawing pin fucking all the german fatty what drawing pinon pinon drawing we'll make our own fucking or italian drawing pinny or uh like the spanish drawing pinny or uh or romanian Ceausescu Pinoscu. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to our British pin factory now and make drawing pins the British way. Uh, where is it? Oh, that was closed down 20 years ago. Yeah, Brexit! <laughs> yeah, a bit of satire. Bit of satire that. there on the now, cheap show. Now, that is your second uh, item, Paul. Yeah. 72. It's quite a specific number as well. Yeah, very 72. I wonder why they did that. There's all sorts so of things. There's 72 this is of them there. Yeah, well, but why did they decide... The why did they decide... Maybe that is the year. Drawing pins. Why did 72? they decide that you need seventy-two and not seventy or fifty? I mean, here's the way I look at it. Maybe they just saw the movies that were being released at the time, like Airport seventy-seven. They thought oh, we'll call our drawing pins drawing pins seventy-two. Uh, admit to me that is something pleasing about the graphic design on that box. It's not just a box of drawing pins. If it's I was something. making a drama set in the seventies and it was set in a corner shop, you'd have one of those as a prop. I'd, That's yeah, what and I'm small saying. Small tins and a few of them. Yeah, it can't, they can't all please you, Paul. No, they can't I, all you're please right. you. You're right. Which I, of those two items do you think is more expensive, though? If if it was me playing it, yeah, obviously the drawing pins would cost more than the bowl. Really? I mean, because that's you trying to fool fool someone. Well, no, with that. because I would go out of my way to buy something that didn't look as. I try and keep things. It's like you know, like I said when I went to that tiger and it was fifty p, but usually they go for like a fiver. You met it's a tiger. Kind of was be- it a female tiger? Tiger Copenhagen. Was it a tiger? T- was it dead? Shop. Was it no, a female? Why did you do this joke a few episodes ago when we were actually talking about tiger? <laughs> it just occurred to me now. Well, don't do it. It's then. a cool. It's a great joke, mate. It's not a callback. It's a callback to it's Derek. Callback. The Derek story. Isn't it? The tiger. Did you fuck it? No. Did you get it? Well, you know what you can do? 
Get some Viagra. I don't want to know anything which about... Which you can get I around don't... the corner. No. Yeah? You can't. you got to be careful. Oh, get some Viagra. With Viagra. Take half half of Viagra, so you... you Just a bit. So you get a fucking proper stodge right So if you on, have half of Viagra, and then you does get that a... mean the half, first chunk of your penis is rock hard, but then it droops at the yeah. end like a, like, a, like a sock? Like a half-inflated one of those things. Like a sausage halfway out of a machine. Yeah. Like... You can't think. You can't think of even you a word. You can't think of anything. You think of something funny to describe it? No. Let's no. move on. Right. Like a windsock. <laughs> yes, like a windsock. <laughs> yes, yeah. good. You ready for your third item? Yes. So you're saying you would have been deceitful, or you would have tried to fool me by paying more for the drawing pins? Yeah. Because the obvious thing is to think that the drawing pins would be cheaper. Yeah, I know. The goal, is it? That's the that's the game. So which isn't way it? are you leaning though? It's one point or three, isn't it? It's always going to be one point or three. Which way are you leaning? To my east. Stools are you ready balanced. for your third item? That's great, Gak. Close your eyes. All right. Oh, there's some froth shop things I forgot in here. Uh, we'll have to forget that to another time now. Well, I might mention those, give them an honourable mention in a minute. But uh... Come on. Here it is, Paul. Yeah. I'm putting the handle in your hand. <laughs> oh. What? what is it, Paul? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's a bucket for catching crabs. It's a crab bucket. It's a crab bucket, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's full, it's not full of crabs. Uh, no. Could be, though. Although it does say on the label, swimming bucket. It's not a swimming bucket. It's a crab bucket. Explain it says crab to me bucket on what it. the fuck a swimming bucket is. Well, it's a bucket that you take when you go swimming. Okay, clear enough? I, you can't, because... Splish. No, you don't swim with splish, the bucket. Splish, splish, splosh. It's, it's as swimming. Splish, swimming is a general activity. So pool, it's not as around specific... my neck. No, as I swim. <laughs> Stop trying to play devil's advocate. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but it's a good point. You can't swim and have a bucket. It's but okay. What would, if they called it swimming activity bucket? Would that sound better for you? What does that even mean? What is sw- swimming? Is an activity? Swimming playtime bucket. Does this work for why, you? Why is it called beach bucket? Beach bucket works better. But then they probably thought, well, you might not go to the beach. You swim. might just want to go to a and a port. fake beach or a lake or yeah, or something. they cra- have a lot of those in France, don't they? Yeah, and they lakes just... that they're man-made. Yeah, and they have a water slide or something. Yeah, and they might have a beach there. But is but it don't a beach? Have any crabs it's there, though, the... do they? They might have freshwater crabs. I don't know enough about crabs that that's fake or not. Come on, I bet there are freshwater it's an, crabs. It's a, it's a transparent bucket with crabs in various poses. Photographs of crabs. I I, like you, I guess you go out and you catch a crab and you keep and them then in you your put bucket. It in a bucket. Yeah. And, and then, eat it later. And then... <laughs> you poo on the crabs. Is that what you do, Paul? You poo on the... That's what you got. <laughs> you, knew, you knew before you got halfway through that. Yeah, that wasn't going to work, right? Work. You don't poo on the crabs, Paul. <laughs> the but, crab pulls on you. <laughs> but listen, mate, if you got a lot bunch of crabs in there, yeah. leave them for a few days, it would smell bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would smell like a crab bucket. Now, I'm thinking I might... Get some crabs. You know what? You should turn that into a thong and go out partying with it around your waist. That would be good. Come on, it? darling. <laughs> Look at the crab. Put your hand in the crab bucket, darling. <laughs> oh! <laughs> now, Paul. Yeah. I quite like the design of this. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what it's it reminds? fun, isn't it? It's like Blackpool Beach. You yeah. go and grab a, be- a, a crab bucket. It's a fun crab bucket and it's a uh, mint on card. There is the card. You ever caught crabs? I, I, you can answer any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had the venereal disease of crabs, which are, in fact, little spiders. Yes. Did you know that? Yeah. They're not crabs at all. No. But I've never had them. No. Because, as we know, my balls... My balls are so clean, you can see them from out of space. That's not true. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's not. Prove it wrong. Can you go to outer space? 
and then say, oh, I'm looking at the world, Eli. I'm looking at the right side of the world. I can't see no balls. Yes, you fucking can. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. How dare you, Spaceman Paul? Lie about the reality of my shining beacons of ball light emanating off the North American continent like two beacons of hope. It's If I was in America. Again, I was just going to say this. I've been told in the past that I interrupt you sometimes when you go off on a little riff and a little character. And you shouldn't. I, I should. Based on that, what you just did. Ball light. It's not good. To ball just beacons. Be- my ball beacons of cleanliness. Ball beacons and carrots. <laughs> right. da, 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 da. Ball beef. That's your third item. Ball beef and, and carrots. And uh, it doesn't say who the manufacturers are. Doesn't but there's a goldfish matter. there. So uh, on that swimming bucket label. You could put a crab and a goldfish in the bucket and have and them fight to watch the death. Fight. Yeah. I don't, I, the fish would, uh, would lose. It's like that cunt who posted that fucking picture of a cat being attacked by a crab. On YouTube or was Twitter. Was the cat in trouble? It was some cunt, some CEO. What's his name? Randy Pitchford. Right. Who, Gearbox, whatever the name of the company is. Anyway, he's a massive cunt. And apparently, like, he went... He put the video up on Twitter of this cat. Cruel, and everyone, cr- a cruel video. And then everyone was reacting. He went, I just wanted to know what their reaction would be. Oh, yeah. No, Which you just no, thought it was funny. You thought it was funny. And everyone but thought you're you were a, a cunt. You're a sadist. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then, he goes, oh, it was an experiment. It was a social yeah, experiment. No. Here's a social experiment. Uh, stop being a bully. Here's a social experiment, <laughs> Is that Randy. Really? Pitch- yeah, he's not a nice guy. Here's another one, Randy. What's stop he fam- lying. What's he famous for? And it's all it's all very complicated. But Randy Pitchford's all like, did it happen? He doesn't speak from Yorkshire, by the way. <laughs> now, but Randy, Randy, if you're listening, I just had a thought. If you're listening, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, man. Come on. Chill the f. Listen, oh, man. no one wants to see fucking animals hurting each other. No. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'd like to see, Randy? You put in a room full of crabs. Giant ones. A giant room. A bottomless room of crabs that we drop you in in a room. Bottomless? Rump. Yeah. Well, what does it go down to? The bottom. <laughs> well, it's not bottomless then, is well, it? Well, it goes up to the other side. Is it an infinity deep? It's an infinity... Well of crabs. It's an infinity bucket of crabs. Imagine that. A it's room a... of infinity crab bucket. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a crab bucket that goes on for infinity, full of crabs. Imagine you've got like th- several thousand light years down and you think this it's just, just still, goes on forever, it's just still crabs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crabs. Now, I crabs, just had crabs, a... Crabs, crabs, crabs. Crabs all the way crabs down. all the way down. Now, crabs, crabs, cool. crabs. I and think we'll there's just, some fat Wait, wait. We'll just lower him in and then... That's the noise of the crabs. And they go, <laughs> and he gets pinched to death. <laughs> He's just <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Pinched all the way down now, to is infinity. Now, is any of that true? Is no. any sin Realist. that anyone commits or any crime that anyone commits worth eternal pain? Yeah. No. It's not proportionate. You can't say, I want someone to suffer forever. I do. I've just had a thought. Well, I actually had it a few minutes ago. Crab bucket could be a euphemism for a... Uh, a lady's vagina. <laughs> you, you're going to say it. Oh, close your legs, darling. Your crab bucket's been <laughs> out in the sun. <laughs> That's why you will be forever. You left your crab bucket out in the sun, sweetheart. Oh, oh, let's, oh, let's all sit down and watch your telly. <laughs> sweetheart, have you washed your crab bucket? Oh, God. <laughs> Rinse out the crab bucket, darling. <laughs> We're horrible Do people. you know what? I saw this and I thought, that could be a euphemism for a vagina. Therefore, <laughs> I will buy it. I love it. I love it. I love that as a euphemism for a vagina. No, you don't. It's a horrible thing to call a lady's part. Oh, your crab bucket's <laughs> leaking. It's the voice you do as well. It's like, <laughs> just makes you look dirty oh, as well. Your crab bucket's got a crack in it. I think it's leaking old residue. Sweetheart, your fucking crab bucket needs a doctor stat. Now, Paul, 
enough merriment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you need to be uh, playing the game. It's, the, right, it's okay. the business end of the price of shite now. I'm going to rank you're them up this against way. the business. Here comes the business. Yeah. I'm going to be quite reckless and maybe a bit clumsy, but I'm just I'm just going to say what I think the oh, order God, is. Let me write this down. All right. Writing it down so there can be no argument about how much you score. Now we have three positions. We have the cheapest position, which I call number one. Talking to the mic. The second position, which I call number two, which is the middle price. And then the most expensive, which I call number three. Right. Why isn't the most expensive number one? It's just the way I'm doing it. All right. Okay. Seems a bit inconsistent. I don't need fucking notes and comments now, right? We're, whilst we're doing it, yeah? I, I do like your Tabasco t-shirt, I've got a Tabasco way. t-shirt. I on. do like that a lot. I've got I'm hot slightly s- jealous that I don't have one. I can, you can get one if you go to a Target in the... Well, they might not have it, but out no. in the States, they've got all sorts of... I'm going to the States in two days' time. You I'm are. excited. But again, I've been back for two weeks by the time this podcast comes all out, right. so who well, gives a fuck? Now, maybe the plane blew up. Oh! <gasps> This will have to be released posthumously. Oh, You're going to have to poor. edit these podcasts. I oh, know you won't have to because the footage will die with me. Forget it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Enough. Yeah. Doom. Yeah. What do you think is the cheapest item on our Price of Shite show today, Paul? I'm going to give you two. Okay. I'm going to give you, you what, can't, I, no, what no, I think no, it is. No, 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 no. You have to make a decision. You're right. trying to score points. Pins, pins are the cheapest. Pins, pins are, are the, the cheapest. cheapest. Yeah. And how much do you think the vintage drawing pins were. If there were any more than a pound, I'd be disappointed. So I'm going to say 75p. 75p. Locking that in? I'm locking it in. With the monkey clapper. It's locked in. Good. Now, we need to know what you think is the second most expensive. Eli, Or second I believe... most cheap. It's Noel, the middle one. Noel, I believe the second cheapest is... What? I'm not Noel. How dare you? You look like Noel. I don't look like Noel. You're offensive to my eyes and you've got a beard. Do you know what I noticed, Paul? You know that Flexi Disc book I've got? Yeah. And there's the one Noel talks about Barclays and he's sitting at a dinner table. Yeah, it's a weird right, thing. And he's got that weird um, sort of cheeky grin on his face. Like, yeah. Ugh. If you look down the table in that photograph, there's a guy who's copying the look. Is he? He's doing, yeah. He's copying Noel. I'll show you. It's weird. Show me later. But yeah, I, right. I'll take your word for it for now. Okay. Now... Stop trying to distract me with stories about Noel. No, don't do the monkey. We all... He's a cheeky monkey. He's a cheeky monkey. Look at his feet. Oh, he's a monkey. What does he do? He goes to the zoo and chucks a bit of poo at you. Oh, I'm the cheeky monkey from the jungle. I'm a cheeky no. monkey, my best friend Bungle. No, he's not Bungle. It is. I want you to tell me which of my prices of shite items is the middle-priced item. Cheeky Monkey says... No, he doesn't say shit, because he's not a real character. (laughs) Paul! The bucket, the crab bucket. Crab bucket. I'm locking it in. I'm not not amused by this monkey shenanigans. Just put it down. And then finally, the the bowl. No, I need a price for the crab bucket, please. One pound twenty. One pound twenty for the crab bucket. Yeah. Okay. Now, Paul, that means that you believe our most expensive item today on the price of site is, is the Weetabix 70th anniversary. You know what I didn't ask? Square, what didn't you ask? Where you got them from? Because that might help. Um, you got it around the corner, didn't you? 
It's all round here. Yeah, it's, it's all round here. Come round here. Come round here. <laughs> come round it's here. all stuff from round here, don't you? All right, so then... Just come down here. I'll go round here. I mean, what the fuck else am I going to go? The bowl is £2 or thereabouts. Okay. Probably two fifty. dollars Now, know. right. Let's go from cheapest to most expensive, and we'll see how many points you've scored today, Paul. Okay? How exciting. Now, you said... The cheapest item that I purchased today for the price of shite was the vintage drawing pins. Yeah. Manufactured especially for Woolworths, a shop that doesn't even exist anymore. No, it exists online. Uh, with the lovely little bit of graphic design on it. Yeah. Uh, the drawing pins, you said the most cheap item, and reality says... Correct. Oh, you shit the bed. That's a point. That is one point. You get one point for guessing the pins are the cheapest. You were right. Means I've probably gashed the other two round now. But anyway, how go on. do you know you gashed the other two round? You don't know. You want to change that? No. no? Okay. Good. All right. So gosh, drawing God. pins. You said seventy-five p. Yeah. Our survey said. I just want to say our survey <laughs> yeah, said. No, fair enough. Can I just say our survey said? Our survey says. Our survey said. 50p they were. Oh, so I get a point for that then? You get a point for that. You're doing very well now. Not too bad, but things could change. You're doing very, very well now. All right, good. Two points. I know. Right. But still, things can change. Now, things are going to (laughs) change because that's it. That's it for you. (laughs) Good times are over. Ah, fuck. Revel in those points. You said the second most expensive thing. It was going to be a switch. Middle-priced item. You said the crab bucket. Yeah. No. Crab bucket was the most expensive item. Oh. It was bought new, as you could tell from the label. You should have been able to tell from the label. This wasn't a set. It doesn't it's... feel new. It feels quite manky. No, it doesn't. There's a stack of them. It has no crab in it. No, I don't think it's got crab in it. But it's it had just... no. There's no whiff of crab in there. Hello, is there a whiff of crab in the bucket? <laughs> 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 it could also be a drum. What's Eli doing? Oh, he's de- he's got his face deep in a crab bucket. <laughs> oh God. Get my nozzle out of this crab bucket. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So that was our most expensive item, Paul. But how much? Uh, you said £1.20. Yeah. Reality was £2.49. That's disappointing. It was £2.49, Paul. It's a good quality bucket. I think you've you've downplayed the bucket. It's just a bucket, though, with some crab decals on it. Yeah, all right. I nice. like the font of crab bucket. It's crab very bold. Bucket's very bold. It's like Beano. They're quite good photos of crabs as well. Yeah, that front crab looks pretty gauche, and it's not like stuck on with a dirty sticker. That you know, it's... I, I like the fact that all the all the crabs give a different kind of emotion. Like yeah. excited crab. He's, He's like, like, hey, hey. This was like, oh, don't look at me. I said. He's a thinker. He's oh, a thinker. I contemplate shellfish. He very genial. He's like, isn't he? yeah, walking down the street, go, got it. my crab claw out. Check out the big one on me. I got my crab claw out, and I'm doing a win. <laughs> yeah. We got the fourth crab, and he he basically just looks like he's like he's the same crab as that other crab. He's like, isn't come he? over here, come over here. Come over here, why don't you? i got a secret to tell you. Okay, he's a good Can, crab. Yeah, what's the here. last crab saying? His last crab is, oh, cacaracha. He's a dancing crab. He's a dancing crab. But you were way out, so no points there. Shame. You were not within the 25p limit. No. Which means, takes us to our Weetabix uh, bowl. bowl, which you thought was the most expensive item. Yeah. No, Paul, it was the mid-range yeah. item. You said two pounds. Yeah. I think you were put off by the, your little web search there. Maybe. You thought they were worth quite a lot. Yeah. There. I only paid a quid for it. No, bargain. There's one quid for that, and it's yours. Oh. So you don't, you're not going away empty-handed. <laughs> no one's going away empty-handed today. 
You've got that. That's but I've you. still scored better than you have in the last two games. You have. So, but it's tough. You've this doubled way, my it? points from the last two games. Yeah. It's tough. This one, though, isn't it? What this version of the yeah. game? I like it. It's got a lot it's of play got, in it. It's got a lot of wiggle room in yeah. play. It's got a lot of play in it. Well, you know what? Well played, sir. Yeah, well, well played. played to you. Solid, good suggestions, nice variety, interesting collection of charity shop tat, and I've walked away with a Weetabix bowl. And that's right. The price is shite, everybody. And that's right. So to finish Cheap Show today, we go to Paul's Page Turners where I find a book that I have found in a charity shop or maybe a bookstore of some kind that sells quality It's just a voice you're going to start the segment with and then drop immediately. Yeah. So just drop it now. All right. Thanks. (laughs) So uh, we covered this book a few episodes ago, but there was so much in it that I kind of wanted to dig back into it. It's London's Strangest Tales by Tom Quinn. Extraordinary but true stories from a thousand years of London history. I know some people listening outside of London may go, oh, I don't give a fuck about Liverpool. Liverpool's got some interesting stuff as well. All the caverns built under uh, Liverpool, these tunnels that were built. And I can't remember all the details right now, but effectively a very, very rich man paid a lot of very, very poor people to just dig. Oh, didn't we cover that on the show before? I think maybe briefly. The guy who got a lot of people to dig, yeah. Yeah. He was a miser as well, wasn't he? I think no, we did cover No, I him. think this guy was quite altruistic and that's why he was paying people to dig because there was no jobs. It was like, ah, just dig. dig. Yeah. And like apparently some of the um, caverns are as big as cathedral spaces and some are very, very narrow. found these now. Yeah, there's lit all over Liverpool. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy Now, stuff. London is also a, a city with a lot of underground stuff to it. London is a very interesting place. It's got place. underground rivers. It's got, it's just such an old place. Old tunnels, old bunkers. It's got, I mean... Warren uh, Street, famous yeah. on the tube yeah. at the top of Tottenham Court Road. Four. It's called Warren Street because it's a warren. Literally underneath, there's all sorts of tunnels going miles down. But where do they come from, those tunnels? They're m- built by people over the years. Oh, so there's just an adjacent selection of Warren tunnels. There's just loads of tunnels down Are there. Are they clear? You've got the tube, up. obviously. Yeah, yeah, lots of them sealed. You know. These aren't related to the tube at all. No. Someone just went, I'm going to build a fucking The whole tunnel. of London is is honeycombed underneath with all sorts of uh, underground spaces. It's interesting, that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because remember the, um, when, they, tried, when they, they moved a lot of bodies out of London because there's like, too many bodies buried, so they had to move them out of London to the plague. Build houses. No, I mean, there were plague pits as well, which they're always yes. pulling things up, but uh, apparently they moved the whole graveyard just so they could build something in... Well, they did. With, uh, they've had Crossrail being built, of course, in yeah. recent years, Paul, and they, they keep having to get the... Uh, uh, the archaeologists in to, uh, is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah. Ar- archaeologists in to check out some bones or some uh, old shields. And that or, pisses like, them off because it's like, oh, we've got to meet the schedule and get it all done by 2020. It's like, yes, but there's a bone here of a man who might have yeah, died of something well, a long time ago. And we don't must you be- think archaeology no, is important? I do very much believe archaeology is a very important thing. Just saying. He'd rather have a train. Yeah. He'd rather get Woo-hoo! on a train. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying it's part of the problem, isn't it? Of yeah. You're digging through an ancient city. And you're going to come across stuff that will need... In, I mean, not even just in terms of re- re- looking after and preserving history. It's like, there are plague pits. You don't know yeah, yeah. what might come out of it. So you've got to treat it carefully. Yes. It's the way of the world. Now, um, you've got a little story for us about London then, Paul. There's loads of stories. I mean, like, there's tons of stuff we could go into. There's so many small Well, why chapters. don't we read a couple? You read one and then I'll read one. All right. Well, what, would you, what kind of story would you like? I want the one about selling dog shit. Oh, how to make a living selling dog poo. Yeah. Page 99. How to Make a Living Selling Dog Poo. Thank you very much, Tom Quinn. You can buy this book, I'm sure, online still. I, I saw it in a charity shop. London's book. Strangest Tales. But I'm writing a book. I know, Paul. You're doing everything, aren't you? What am I doing? Nothing, because you're fucking bone idle. It took you ten years to make Clanker Man. It didn't take me ten years. You said about ten years. It took me four years. 
but you came up with it ten years ago. No, I no. You told me ten years. Well, I was exaggerating. Cunt. Don't use my words against me. What your facts? Don't don't make facts wrong. Then when you're going to America, Ghostbusters writing a book. I'm going to write a book based on my solo show about ghost hunting. I've got to raise money for it, so I'll be begging for cash soon. For off me, not from you. Never from you. Fucking never hope not. from you. Fucking hope not. Because I would not be backing that book. Right, great. Well, I just, just I've seen the show, haven't I? What am I going to learn from that book? Fucking, Fuck all. I go into more I'm detail. Bored. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? Oh, he said he's got mental health issues and ghosts helped him. Fuck that. That is not this plot. That is. Let me let, give you a little fucking summary. Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I've gone on a ghost hunt. Oh, I feel like I belong. I'm less depressed. I'm Paul. <laughs> Fuck off. Fucking Fuck you. Victim blaming scumbag. I'm not victim That's blaming. That's the third time over four episodes you've done that now. <laughs> I'm not... Two episodes. Two episodes. Right, yeah, but I'm not victim blamed. Who's victim here? Me. Shut up moaning. Maybe produce some more stuff and then I can take the piss out of you then. But until then, I'll just take the piss out I've of I've been in a film this year. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Have you? No. No. Exactly. Wasn't allowed to be in it. <laughs> Read the story. Right, how to make a living selling dog poo. Poverty in early centuries pushed tens of thousands of Londoners into a very peculiar occupation. Okay. <laughs> occupation. I'm liking it so Particularly far, Particularly by... P- peculiar, at least. Fucking by... hell. Start again. Poverty in early centuries pushed tens of thousands of Londoners into very peculiar occupations. Peculiar, at least, by modern standards. There was a huge market for live birds. Dot did an episode about that once. Live birds. Well, people were killing birds to put into hats because birds. Yeah, but and hats why would there be a market for live ones? Um, P- pigeons and stuff. Uh, oh, hang on. And this market was met by hundreds of live bird sellers who might walk twenty miles outside of London to catch a dozen or so birds before walking twenty miles back to sell them. They would then repeat this journey three or four times a week. So I guess people just wanted to buy birds. I love a pigeon. There's fucking loads. Well, then I want a woodcock. Yeah. Why would you just buy a, p- a bird? I As mean, a pet, or put in a pie, it or put on a year. hat. It doesn't say the year, so maybe owning a pet bird was quite. Do you know exciting. what, Paul? I I'd like a pet bird. What bird did you get? I'd like someone that talks and is. Have a wank. I wouldn't teach you to say that. Do you want a curry? Oh, in that case, it would just be like, oh fuck my life, squawk. Oh. I don't say I don't say fuck my oh. life. Oh, your shit bird. Your parrot would sigh a lot. Ow! Oh. It might. It might. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on then. All right, here we are. Here yeah. Or take the mudlarks who scoured the river foreshore at low tide. They're birds as well. They went bare. No, these are the name of the people. They well, called well, them this mudlarks. This is confusing. Are they selling mudlarks or what? No, they were called mudlarks. Oh, so I'm confused. Because they went bare. Explain it to me. I'm trying to, but you keep fucking interrupting. Or take the mudlarks who scoured the river foreshore at low tide. They went barefoot, whatever the weather, searching well, for... Well, they're co- birds. They're, of course they go barefoot. They haven't got shoes. Birds don't have shoes. <laughs> Owls have shoes. No, they don't. They do. They, have, they wear winkle pickers. Do they? Yeah, they wear big, long shoes. Big, long toes. Owls? Yeah, and they clatter in the tree. They went barefoot, whatever the weather, searching for copper nails from the ships or f- for old bottles. Anything, in fact, they think they might sell. So these people would just go down to 
the shoreline and pick up of anything that washed up. Yeah, and it just pick up anything that washed up and then clean it and, and sell it. And they're still known as mudlarks to this day, but they do it more as a hobby, I'd say. I guess than so, an yes. actual m- making a living at it. Oh. It must be hard to make a living at that these days. Now, there's another group of people, the Toshers. Oh, yeah. T-O-S-H-E-R, Toshers. What do you think they did? Come on, Eli. What do you think Toshers did? I think maybe they were hired uh, hoods who would go and... Uh, Maybe intimidate people for you and, and extort money? No, they were men who risked their lives searching for valuables in London's vast, unmapped warren of sewers. Wow. So they would go down into the shithole sewers below London and with a net, scoop out stuff, treasures. Stuff that had fallen in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've dropped my ring in the toilet. Don't worry, love, I'm a tosher. <laughs> Can you go fetch me my ring? I don't think that's what they mean. I think that you just go down and once you found... Because, you know, you, no one's going to... Well, Toshers tended to be from the same few families and they handed down their knowledge of the sewer network from yeah. generation to generation. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, you want to go around Oldbourne? Go left at Oldbourne. Go all the way left or at else you're up a shit pipe. You're literally up a shit pipe. You're literally head deep in a shit pipe. But you'll find some lovely bottles in it. There's lovely bottles, but bottles. make sure you don't drink from the bottles. No, don't. Also, you go down Oldbourne, people tossing coins, Danny. They're tossing coins. You're tossing coins, Danny. You can find I'm a, a tosher and I get tossed coins. You get, uh, you know Why what? Why have you got the voice that Paul Whitehouse did in... Man and boy. Fucking <laughs> 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 such a uh, uh, um, But even generations of experience didn't always protect them, and many died when sudden rainfall flooded the system or the lamps and candles they carried. Can you carried. imagine how horrific that would be as a way to die? Yeah. That would be pretty bad. They were mate. overcome by the gas down there. Yeah. Imagine that, mate. Where's Where's Daddy? Oh, well, the last I saw him, he was throat deep in shit, <laughs> goggling his yeah. last, going, I yeah. found a penny! It'd be terrible. Imagine, but that is gives me... My claustrophobia. You're down in a sewer, and it, then the, you hear, the, 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 yeah, it rises. You, oh the, the effluent, yeah, the shit, and you're just the piss, drowning in a in a shit pipe. But food Underwater, waste underground, gargling hot raw sewage as, as you cold. blink out of existence. It's not probably hot. I meant Why hot as an excitant. <laughs> <laughs> um, or perhaps the strangest job of all was that of the pure finder. Pure finder. A job that existed. Is that one word or two words? two words. Pure finder. Yeah. uh, uh, They existed in Victorian London. A pure finder was someone who spent his days searching for dog feces to sell to leather tanners, particularly to those tanners engaged in producing leather for the bookmaking trade. Which he bound a book in leather. So to make leather a little bit more dark, you'd smear doggy dirt into it. Is it really to make it the colour? Yeah, it's tanning it, isn't it? It's part of the tanning process. In the same way, you know, tweed, they used to use But doesn't it wash off? But doesn't the fucking... Well, I'm sure you don't buy a book that smells of dog shit. Well, how do they get the smell... Unless it's a book by... uh, Jeffrey uh, Archer. Jeffrey Archer. (laughs) No. Those books smell of shit. Yeah, because they're shit books. Or the Stephanie Myers... Oh, poo, they smell she bad? shit. Yeah, she wrote Twilight. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Or, or, who, or, who's, who's that prick who wrote Doctor Shades of Grey? Doctor O. Or the, the Da Vinci Code. El Doctor O, wasn't she called something know. like that? El Doctor O? No, that's a <laughs> Spanish Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be, couldn't Maybe. it? Maybe. Yeah. El Doctor O. Yeah, that's funny, man. Ooh, yeah. Paul said something funny. I only took two and a half hours. <laughs> You just got to give me time. Yeah, right. you just got to give me time. Okay. So, 
Henry Mayhew's extraordinary book called London Labour and London Poor charts the lives of a number of pure finders. Mayhew explains that in the 1830s and 1840s, only women seemed to have been involved in the trade, and they were known as bunters. By the 1850s, when Mayhew carried out his research, men, women and children were all working as pure finders. When you grow up, you can be just like me, picking up dog shit from my park and giving it to people who make books. I'm losing energy here, yeah. Paul. <laughs> By the 1850s, when Mayhew carried out his research, men, women, and blah, 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 Pure Finders sold the dog eggs that they collected for roughly 10... Does it say dog eggs? <laughs> no, I said that bit. <laughs> uh, for roughly 10 old pence a bucket full. <laughs> you could use a crab bucket. Crab bucket, yeah. yeah. Dog dirt bucket. Or you could just cross out the, the word crab and put... But dog egg. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds romantic. You could have... Come on, get your dog eggs. Dog eggs. No. 10 pence a bucket. Dog eggs. Dog eggs? You wouldn't do, you wouldn't sell them on the street. Get your dog eggs. No one would buy a dog egg apart from a tanner, a book-binding tanner. Yeah, anyway, the tanners, mostly based in Bermondsey, where 30 tanners were recorded in the 1860s. Tanneries, sorry. Tanneries. Yeah. Um, so obviously they, you work near where you sell your trade, you what know? Do, what all are you the, talking all, about? Well, all the tanners work in that area, Bermondsey. Why, is there a lot of dogs? Where are all the dogs well, there? There must be a dog park where they walk dogs and there's loads of there's eggs. There's no dog parks back then. I mean, you go, got an eye on that dog. He's got, he's got a runny I wonder tummy. where they found all the dog poo, because I'm sure... Streets. Yeah, but not a lot of people had dogs back then, did yeah, they? But, no, well, they, they did. I'd say probably... They, I would have probably... They would have been. Sykes had a people dog would in have Oliver work, Twist. Working dogs, wouldn't they? More than like I a pet I think there dog. was probably a lot of stray dogs in London. Probably. And not a lot of people cleaned up the shit back then. No, they didn't. So there's yeah, probably quite a lot find of dog white shit. dog eggs. Yeah, there was probably shitloads of white, but once they've gone white, they can't tan. Don't know. Maybe for a posh book. I'm sure. Does it say to colour leather? That's not tanning it's leather. Just it's just what like, it says. It's treating leather, isn't it? Particularly, it just says for helping treat leather. Yeah, Tanners. you treat it. You don't. It's not for the colour. I don't know. It might be. It's not for the colour. Leather's can't brown use that already. Dog egg. He's been eating a lot of fucking no. pedigree chow. It's, it's, it's a some you. kind of chemical thing that it does. That something in the poo does. It's not. Maybe. It's not that it colours it because then it will just no. wash off. The colour will just wash off the leather. It's not to make the leather brown. Leather is brown already. I don't Paul. know. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Anyway, they preferred the dry sort of feces as it contained more alkaline, and it was the alkaline that worked its magic on the leather. Thank you very much. Fact slam down. Curiously, Mayhew and others recorded that many of the. Can pure... you just say you were wrong? But you I said was it was. Wrong. You said you thought. I didn't say it was wrong. I just said I didn't know. You thought. I said I didn't. I no, thought, you I said that you were quite confident. Make... You were like use the brown poo to make the leather brown. Wrong, wrong, and thrice wrong. Curiously, Mayhew and others recorded that many of the pure finders were well-educated men and women who had fallen on hard times. His description. Talk of the about trade... falling on hard times. His description. Oh, of the tra- I'm a lawyer. Now I sell dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) His description of the trade is hugely evocative. The pure finder is often found in open streets as dogs wander where they like. Right, so stray dogs. Yeah. yeah. The pure finders always carry a handle basket, generally with a cover. I'd hope it has a fucking cover. To hide the contents and have their right hand covered with a black leather glove. Many of them, however, dispense with the glove as they say it's much easier to wash their hands than to keep the glove fit for use. It's probably true, isn't it? Yeah. Why have a glove that you have to treat simply yeah. when you can just wash your hands, lick your hands? No, clean. you wouldn't do that. Nom, 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 no, yeah. why? I oh, thought we'd killed yeah, off that lovely. character. No, it's a different dirty character. It's now. not a different. It's the same. Who who cleans himself like a cat? Mate, it's Uncle Grumbly by a different name. No, and the voice is dead. different. 
the voice is let's different. hear the voice then that's not a voice Hang it's on, a weird I'm noise. you can't fucking talk I can talk oh hello I'm... right here's his voice I'll do this character alright and it will be played by Grumpy Sessions Oh, hello. I, I'm Grumpy Sessions. Now, what do you That's want me to... That's not the voice for Grumpy It is. Yes, this is my Grumpy Sessions. Now, Paul, sorry, sorry, just a second before I start with the Licky character. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was he like? He sounds more like Prince Charles right now. No, that's what Grumpy Sessions sounds like. Okay? Now? Yes. He's developed over the years. I tell you what, my mother, she used to have... Uh, lots of voices. Like she, when she was angry with me, she'd say, "Oh, grumpy, I'm angry." And then when she was happy, she'd be more like, "Oh, grumpy, I'm happy." And oh, and then when she was powdering her downstairs area, hey, crab bucket. <laughs> she'd powder it. She'd she'd pack it almost like a. Pack it up tight, the powder up there, almost like a, like a poultice. <laughs> right, okay, well, I could cut this out, but I'm going to leave it in as a, as a lesson. <laughs> a lesson to me for long. Uh, so, I, so uh, I'm Grumpy Sessions, and I'll do, I'll do the, the licky character now. Are okay? we still, okay, go on, do it. Oh, oh, I've lost my glove. Oh, oh, oh. He's going, <laughs> he's always going. Look at him, look at him, he's wobbling. He can't keep his own amusement to himself, can he? Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. He's going. Shut up. He's so impressed Shut with himself. Shut up. Shut Stop trying to put me off. Oh, oh, oh here oh. we go. Oh, crumpy sessions. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Hang on. Hang on. I'm getting carried again. Okay. Oh, 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 I'm very poor, but I used to be so posh. I used to be a lawyer, but now I'm on hard times. Here I am in the street, looking at stray dogs' asses, hoping that something pops out. Oh, there's something. It's a fresh dog turd. I'll get over there. Oh, where's my glove? Oh, my glove's full of shit, and I've just remembered it's in the sink at home, soaking. Oh, I'll just use my hand. Oh, there it is, in the bucket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're nearly there at the end. Oh, oh, there's a piece of poo on my hand. Oh, I'll give it a good old licking. <laughs> Grumpy sessions available for bar mitzvahs. Oh. Uh, well, thank you for coming in. You're not quite right for the role. Uh, we're trying to find a new angle, a youthful angle. On I this can role. do that. I could. Uh, well, we're trying my to. My mother, mother always used to say, "Close the beef curtain." <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to rebrand Pure Finders for a new generation. We don't quite think you fit in. So, thank you for coming in. Um, thank you for coming in. Okay. Sorry, it's been a waste of time. All right, but, um, so it's been very enlightening for us. Okay, I'll go go home. Look at my mother's old crab bucket. Right, come on. <laughs> Here we go. Right, so women generally have a large pocket for the reception. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a large pocket. You know what? I, I recently... <laughs> women <laughs> women I, I, generally have a large pocket. I, I recently sent an email to the dollop guys to say, hey, you're coming to the UK. Do you want to be... Can we be your guests? You know, because it's never going to happen. Right. right. But if they're listening to this episode, we can fucking forget about even being considered Why? as a backup, backup, backup. Why, Paul? I read out women generally had a large pocket. And what did you do? Oh, yeah. And there we go. That said, oh, yeah. ruined us. All right, just keep keep going. You've ruined our opportunity. Keep going. That and the fact we're shit. Right. Okay. They had a big pocket. 
for reception of such rags as they had their chance to fall in with. But they pick up those of the very best quality and will go out of their way to even search for them. So what they're saying is women made more of an effort and they had rags in their pocket to clean their hands. They, they, they had a up. sort of more of yeah. a professional approach. Thus equipped, they may be seen pursuing their avocation in almost every street in and about London. Accepting such streets as now... Can you ask him to turn that down a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny, mate. I'm le- I'm le- I'm reaching that point, Paul. Yeah, yeah. You're losing it. Yeah, nearly there, mate. We're nearly at the end of the show. Come on. So, thus equipped they may be. They're seeing pursuing the air. Their- oh fucking hell! This is such- <laughs> this is written in such in the in the in highfalutin language. Yeah, I'm not a more common. I don't know how to read fancy, do I? Read it fancy. All right then. Thus quipped, they may be seen pursuing their avocation in almost every street in and about London, accepting such streets as now are now cleaned by the street orderlies, or whom the pure finders grievously complain as being unwarranted interferences with the privileges of their class. Ooh. So what they're saying is, you shouldn't be cleaning the streets of dog shit, it's my living you're costing. So they, you, basically, you're saying that these posh people who've fallen on hard times are taking over the business, or the women are taking over the business. No, the, the people who are pure finders are being are complaining about the fact that we now have street cleaners picking up dog shit. And it's like, yeah, but that's my livelihood. You're yeah. literally taking the cash yeah, out yeah, of yeah. my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pure collected is used by leather dressers and tanners, and more especially by those engaged in the manufacture of Moroccan and kid leather from the skins of old and young goats, oh. of which skins great number are imported, and the roans and lambskins of which the Shamborocco and kids of the slop leather trade are now used by the better class of shoemaker, bookbinder, and glover for the inferior requirements of their business. So they're buying cheaper stuff, okay. and, but they're still selling it as a, a, a premium commodity. Pure is also used by tanners. As so in, pure was the word for dog shit? I guess Strange. so. Strange. P-U-R-E. Yeah, P-U-R-E. Yeah. Uh, as is pigeon's dong for the tanning of the thinner kinds of leather, such yeah. as calf's, calf skins, for which purpose it is placed in pits with an admixture of lime and bark. Okay. Now, if you're going to go for pigeon shit, it'd be harder to collect, wouldn't you? you need some kind of squeegee. What you'd have to do you'd is... You'd need a scraper. You'd need, a, you'd need maybe a pipette no. to take it from branches. <laughs> Paul, you said pipette, and then you you thought, what's a pipette? And I know then, what a pipette is. No, you didn't. It's a little you, squeezy pad no, thing with a when tube. when you said pipette, you were just thinking, you were clutching for a word. No, I knew I pipette. I saw your whole voice, your whole thing. I, I, was, I want pipette. Pipette. <laughs> pipette. You, you, but I was good. You did well, because you thought, how can I make pipette work as it a poo collector? It did work. It does. It, it does work. I, I couldn't I do just, turkey baster. Yeah. Pipette. A turkey baster, if you think about it, is basically just an oversized pipette. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a party pipette. <laughs> <laughs> right. Last little bit. In the manufacture of Morocco's and Rhone's, the pure is rubbed by the hand of the workman into the skin he is dressing. So he gets right in there. Yeah, rubbing he the... D- that must not be a pleasant thing to do. No, not on a daily basis. Dad's coming home. Yeah, hey, he smells of shit. <laughs> Literally dog shit. Hey, kids have come home from a long day. <laughs> Give us a hug. Kids... No, 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 dad, no. you stink of shit. Yeah, fucking hell. This is done to purify the leather, I was told by an intelligent leather dresser. And from that term, the word pure was originated. Oh, it purifies the leather. Yeah. 
Okay, so it pays, it kills off all the sort of... Uh... The dung has astringent as well as highly alkaline, or to use the expression of my informant, scouring qualities. Okay. When the pure has been rubbed into the flesh and grain of the skin, the flesh being originally the interior, and the grain the exterior part of the uh, cuticle. Ah. The skin thus purified had been hung up to dry. The dung removed, as it were, as all moisture is, if allowed to remain, would make the leather unsound, or imperfectly dressed. This imperfect dressing, moreover, gives a disagreeable smell to the leather, and the leather buyer often uses both nose and tongue in making their purchases. What? So you come in, you you lick the the leather, leather, and you think, oh no, that leather's too shitty. It's it's too shitty, your leather. Oh no, I'm going to die. I can't use this book. It smells of shit, mate. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want your books or your gloves or your... uh, your your jacket's smelling of shit, would you? So, do you want to read one more story before yeah. we go? Yeah, I'll read one, Paul. Have a quick look through the contents. I'll and read one, Paul. I'll see one that... Uh... Right, I found one then, All Paul. right, go for it. Okay. Now, I'm not going to read out the title. All right. Because... Uh... I'm just going to eat me dip-dab. Are you going to eat your dip-dab while I'm trying to fucking do stuff here? You ready? Mm-hmm. It's a short one. Good. We tend to think of the modern world as a place where anything goes, Paul. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but heaven knows anything goes. We take a very... Good authors, yeah. you who want new better words, now only use four letter words, writing prose. Anything goes. Thank you. The good has gone good today, and good's bad today, and black's white today, and that's that today, and this is this today, and come round here today, and that's how it goes. So though I'm not a great romancer, I knew that I'm bound to chance when I'm supposed anything goes. Then the Paul is a prick. Yo. I'm starting again. One sentence in. I'm starting again, Paul. Fourteen fifty, that's the year, isn't it? Not this year, no. No, that's the year. I didn't realise each of these chapters has a year. A year, yeah. What was the year on the last one? Uh, I think it was 80. I think it was like generally 19th century. It was 19th century. Now, this is a lot earlier, mm. 1450. We tend to think of the modern world as a place where anything goes. Yeah, good indeed. Please, please. All right. I'll enjoy me dip-dab. We take a very liberal view of swearing mm. and yep. sexual morality... And we imagine that all other ages before ours were characterised by strict prudish morality. Mm. A morality typified by the Victorians who are popularly... 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 By the Victorians who are popularly... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's hard though, isn't it? Isn't it? Popularly... Where, how do you say... Popularly. Popularly. Yeah, that's it. No... <laughs> popularly. Popularly. You know when you say words so yeah, no, it's absolutely It's meaning. totally happened. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. All right, I'll just try. I'll have a little run-up. That is that. quite popular. We tend to think of the modern world as a place where anything goes. Hold it down. We take a very liberal view of swearing and sexual morality, yeah. and we imagine that all other ages before ours were characterised by strict prudish morality, a morality typified by the Victorians, who are popularly <laughs> <laughs> who are popularly popular. no, who are popularly. Supposed to have covered the legs of their tables as the very idea of any sort of leg on display was shocking to them. The Victorians may well have been excessively prudish. Possibly. Worthy and hypocritical. 
but it is completely wrong to imagine that all other earlier epochs were similar. It's always been the way, though, hasn't it? There's been a kind of moral code that supposedly typifies a generation, but there are always subversive parts of that. For what, example... What are you trying to say? For example, oh, I can't never remember the year, the 1600s or whatever, big, big, big religious movements, and then the whole Hellfire Caves thing. where uh, The that, Reformation you're talking about. Is it that? I, I, I'm when really the king fussy. came back from the continent. And it was all like, religion's great, let's all do religion again. Yeah, because you had Cromwell and the Roundheads, yeah. or Cromwell, who who said, ban Christmas, because he was a Puritan. Yeah, yeah. He banned so, Christmas, and then the king came back, and he said, it's party time. Yeah. Let's get crazy with the God shit. Whoop, 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 whoop. So what point are you trying to... God's back in the house. Don't do the wob Do you know what, Paul? You love your little fucking EDM stroke dubstep noise off, don't you? But the music's moved on. The music has moved way on. It doesn't do that either. Now... But my point is, the Hellfire Caves were built as a reaction to that. It was a place for people to be absolutely debauched. Right. You know? Popularly. Popularly. The Victorians may well have been excessively prudish, worthy and hypocritical, but it is completely wrong to imagine that all other earlier epochs were similar. Yep. There have been many periods in the past that have taken a far more liberal view of life in general than the modern age. During Charles II's reign, for yeah. example, Neil, Neil Gwynne, Heard of her before? 1665, well, she, 1651. She was married to him, wasn't she? I'll start again. All right. During Charles II's reign, for example, Nell Gwynne, who lived from 1651 to 1687, was adored by Londoners who loathed the king's French wife. Oh. And this despite the fact that Nell was always referred to as the king's whore. So who was Nell Gwynne then? Nell was the king's whore. Yeah, but who was Nell Gwynne? I'm just a bit fuzzy on history. I just want to know... I about- just said... The sentence explained it before. She was in a prostitute. An orange, she was an orange seller, wasn't Nell she? Nell Gwynne was a prolific celebrity figure of the Restoration period, praised by Samuel Pepys for her comic performances. Yeah. As being one of the first actors on the English stage, she became known for being a long-time mistress of Charles II. Thank you. Got it. Okay, okay. I just wanted, I just didn't know, I, I was a fuzzy on my history and I needed clarification, all right? It's important that I learn, it's important that our listeners learn, it's important that we all learn for the context of the rest of this story. Continue. Uh, anyway, she was adored by Londoners who loathed the King's French wife. So this is what we were talking about. He came back from with a, with a the French Reformation. You- he came back from, uh, well, he was French as well. Oh. And people complain about Brexit. <laughs> no, you're fucking history before you go, Britain's this, Britain's I know, that. You know, the yeah. French fucking... No, bur- it's just stupid. Just this whole sort of... Um, golden age Britain of Britain al- has always been a mongrel country. Always, it's built off- it always has. And the empire, we were fucking cunts to everyone and yeah. slaughtered them and and shipped human slaves across the country. We want to go back to that, do we? Some Let's people would. Yeah, let's go back to having a fucking leader who's from France. They were like let's the go, good old days. Let's go all the way back to that. No, what bloody hell? Do you want a French prime minister? Do ya? Or do you want a French king? Do we, yeah? I'd have a French king, please. Quite fun, wouldn't that it? That'd be four pound fifty, sir. <laughs> what are you talking about? A French king. It's a sex act. Is it? Yeah. What is it? It's what I do to your crown. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, have you all me dip dab? No, just put the dip dab down. It's distracting <laughs> me. Put the dip dab down. It's nice though. But she was loved. The point he's making is, even though she was known for being as the a king's whore, yeah, she was loved. So there was a different, you know, there wasn't a sort of snootiness I mean, towards being a whore. It's very similar to uh, 
Prince Charles, like when he was married to Diana, no one liked Diana. They always preferred Camilla, and they referred to her as the Prince's whore. Did they? No, I don't fuck. No, everyone Paul, loves Diana. Paul, you need to sort it out. You're really riffing on a like a, a shit level. <laughs> You've gone mad. You're looking into the middle distance. Just can we get past this fucking paragraph? Yeah. Can we? Whore in the 17th century seems to have lacked at least some of the harsher overtones that it now has. So it, it was a friendlier term. It so just wasn't, like, oh, it wasn't that, looked look down at that upon. Awe. Bless her, that little whore. Yeah. Yeah. Until tomorrow, the littlest whore. I want to settle down. Maybe it's something you'd say uh, strumpet now. Yeah. Strumpet. Sex worker is the actual <laughs> right, preferred okay. these days. I'm okay. sec- a bit sex worker positive on this show. Oh, right, mind, so, yeah, uh, uh, I like to represent. How positive? Positive to the extent that you go get some for me. Because I'm lonely. I Paul. personally wouldn't pay for sex. Well, could you pay for me to have sex? On Patreon. We will <laughs> raise, we're raising money for Eli um, to get his bell sucked. Don't start. That would be a Kickstarter. Charles II himself cared little for. Cockstarter. The porn. Kickstarter site for people who want to get laid. Oh, I want to get laid. I can't afford a prostitute. I'm going to start a cockstarter. A little video. I want to have sex with a lady. Fanny batter. A crab bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Charles II himself cared little for traditional morality. Oh. He allowed plays to be written and performed that made the pursuit of pleasure, particularly sexual pleasure, the centre and mainspring of life. This is a part of the Reformation. That's why it changed society. Is this where the Restoration play started coming in? That's right. Yeah. Yes. See, we're not that unintelligent on Chief Show, are we? We just act it. Puritan Puritan London was scandalised, but there was little the religious could do as the the plays had the king's sanction. Oh, so fair enough. So it wasn't that... Um, in medieval London too, sex was far more acceptable in a public context than it is now. You're going to say public space then. <laughs> Anyone who looks at a map of London produced before 1450 will see several street names that are so extraordinary by our standards that they simply would not be allowed today. It's <laughs> the good shit, come on. Adel Street appears on earlier maps, for example. Adel. A, yeah. Adel, okay. Uh, Adel Street, I don't know where that is. Appears on these earlier maps, for example, and to a medieval Londoner, Adel Street means filthy spot. Oh, so I could describe this room as addled. Adel room. Yeah, the Eli's... The house of Adel. The ha- Eli's addled room. Oh, it sounds like a mystery. Or take Fetter Lane, which still exists. Yeah. In 1450, it meant the street of the dirty beggars. Ah. <laughs> Other names were dropped after the Reformation as the influence of killjoy Protestants came to dominate public life. Ugh. Public holidays on Saints' Days were largely abandoned and many London street names were changed. Shiteburn Lane, near, <laughs> near Cannon Street, so named because of the number of cesspits to be found there. And it's not like just because people had a lot of diarrhoea after eating a hot meal. Was changed to the far more genteel-sounding Sherbourne Lane. So if you live on Sherbourne Lane and you're listening to this podcast... It's called Shit Howl. Shit Lane. <laughs> shit you live in Shit Lane. Shit Road. Shit Street. It retains Sherbourne Lane to this day. But the most extraordinary street of all that vanished with the arrival of the Reformation and the serious sensibility mm. that seems to have accompanied it was a small lane that ran north from Cheapside. Where's was... Cheapside? That rings a bell. It's the uh, East End. Okay, yeah, yeah. Of No, Cheapside is uh, a road that goes out of the City of London. Like Fleet Street. Yes. That whole area. Yeah. No, no, the city of London. But we're, we're... Cheapside is like the east side of city of London goes oh, out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's near city of London before the east end. Okay. Sort of th- round there. All right. <clears throat> uh, 
uh, a small lane that ran north from Cheapside. It was called Grope Cunt Lane. <laughs> yeah. For the simple reason that it was a famous haunt of prostitutes. Wow. There Say you what go. you see, ladies and gentlemen. Grope Cunt Lane. Imagine just walking down the street. Right, we've got to name all these streets for the ordinance. We've got to get it all right and down. So the, uh, the Smith Lane, we'll name that after John Smith, who built that thing. Right, we've got uh, Penny Winkle Lane, because you used to sell winkles down here for a penny. Uh, what should we call this street? What's down there, mate? Oh, bunch of uh, prostitutes. Right, and what's going on? Well, there's some guys paying to grope their cunts. Right, we'll call this Crab Bucket Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, yeah. it's a... Uh, I love that book. Can it's I just say I love that book? To me. It's fascinating to me uh, that that's the case, isn't it? It's, it's strange. Um, but they also, lots of places in London that, that aren't called what's, um, what people think they're called. Petticoat Lane, for example. Yeah. Hasn't been called Petticoat Lane since 1750. So what is it actually called it's then? It's Wentworth Street. So why do people call it Petticoat? Because it was because where, it... The, where the, the, cloth, the clothing trade was. Oh, before it moved to the, Savile Row, or whatever. Of, yeah. I know, and they still have a market down there where they sell clothes. It's weird. So it's more but like a nickname, a familiar nickname. Yeah, for but it. it used to officially be called that. And also Bond Street. Could you go to Bond Street now, Paul? Where isn't? There's no Bond Street. There is literally no Bond Street. There is anymore. no Bond Street. What? Where was Bond Street? Round there. Come round here. <laughs> <laughs> you got Bond Street stations, tube station. But then you've got New Bond Street or Old Bond Street. Yeah, the New Bond Street's the posh bit with all the posh shops, isn't it? Well, they're, ne- they're next to each other, but they're two separate roads, and neither of them are called Bond Street. One's called Old Bond Street, one's called New Bond Street. Oh, that's very strange. Isn't that strange? And there's a whole book, isn't there? I can't remember who wrote it, but it's about missing London, about all the streets that don't exist anymore, and yes. the maps that have changed in the yeah, whole area. Yeah, And it also, so you've got Petticoat Lane, Bond Street, and also, if you think about it, London itself. What? There is no place called London. What, in what respect? You've got Greater London. Right. And you've got the City of London. Okay. What does what? London mean then? Where's London? Oh, it's the city of London. No, but that's the city of. That's London. like saying it's the man of Eli. It's just the city of. Yeah, London. Yeah, but you wouldn't say I'm going. I'm going to the city. You wouldn't say I'm going to London. What? But you wouldn't mean the city, would you? I mean the whole lot of London. Yeah, but the there's great, no great actual. Lo- there's no actual official place that has that name. So the city in London and Greater London, they both make up London. Yeah. So there's London then. It's just this split. Central up into... London. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there's no, there's no actual place with the name London. Is the point I'm trying to make? We should we should get them to rename a street called Cheap Show Street. Cheap Show Cheapside could be near Cheapside. Yeah, we could get, we could be called Cheapside Cheap Show Street. We should go to Cheapside and uh, just do a bit. What, there. Just take a picture and go. Uh, yeah, it's a bit uh, cheap's in the word. Right, is that the end of the show now? Yeah. Uh, coming up on future episodes of Cheap Show, more source reports. No. Yes. The source report has been retired because no, it, it fucking hasn't. That, We've had to abandon that spot. Because Eli's Urban because Noodle it, Country Kitchen. Because of its ties to big name brand. It, it in, it's ruined the integrity of this no, show. It hasn't. So we're dropping it. No, we're not. So there's no more scandal. All right. We'll drop the source report then, Paul. Yeah, yeah we are. We're dropping it. We yeah. have to for legal reasons. The source report is dropped. But look forward, ladies and gentlemen, to a new segment. Brand new segment of the show. Condiment Corner. Source report. <laughs> No, it can't be cool. I literally just gave you condiment corner. <laughs> That's bullshit. Why is you it? You fucking keep your condiment corner. This week, Paul Gannon's going to do condiment corner. Uh, I'm going to talk about this one this week. This is my report on McDonald's barbecue sauce. <laughs> 25 milliliters, best before. And I can recommend this barbecue sauce. It's very Careful good. Careful with that. It's, it's a classic, my records. It's a classic barbecue sauce. You'll like it. Not too sweet. A bit smoky. I give that four out of five. That's Paul's... Condiment corner done for another week. Doop do doop doop doop. Look forward to no, Eli there's Silverman's. No more, there's no more. <laughs> Look forward to no Eli more. Silverman's. No. 
Sauce and syrup dossier. <laughs> That's it for another cheap show. Thank you for joining oh, us. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, let's just get all the admin out of the way as quick as we can. I'll get some admin out of the way. Thwopo. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. If you'd like to support us at any small amount, we deeply appreciate Nazzle it. Nazzle Thwop. Magazines. Video episodes, bazaars, jumble sales, all kinds of exclusive. Thropo, hello. All kinds of exclusive content for Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. It's also as we record this today, it's Evan's birthday. <laughs> Fucking get it! It's been right. Evan's birthday today, and she does the Cheap Show magazine, magazine which, which you is, can get. And I don't you can buy it now. I've never seen it. Because Paul's cruel to me. He's mean and cruel. <laughs> I just forget and he to just send doesn't, you the files. He doesn't. I was, is it my life? Is this my own life, Paul? It's my life. Do I have anything it's to my do life, with this podcast anymore? What? Do I have anything to do with it? Do I put content in? Do I produce content for the fucking podcast? Yes, I do. Now, I want to say something right now. Thwopo. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to say Thwopo so we can move on. Thwopo. Right, so, thank you for Nuzzle yours. Thwop. I don't think I Thwop. Don't chuck shit at me. Well, then stop talking shit. Yeah, I just want to say a few things, right? One. Thwopo. Yeah, two. <laughs> poultice. Three. No, I don't want to say... To stop putting words in my mouth. What's something else in your mouth in a fucking minute? Fist. Right. Okay? Yeah. Just give me three things to say. All right. One. Yeah. Thwopo. Right. And we've... Yeah. We've established that. I am going to lamp you. One. Thwopo. Two. Nuzzle thwop. <laughs> yeah. Three. Thwopage. Thank you. Uh, Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Done a theme. I'm out. Thwopage. Can you shut up there while I finish doing Nuzzle thwop. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Let me say something, though. If you want to support us on Patreon, go to www.cheapshow forward no, slash... Not. it's not that. It's patreon.com forward slash cheapshow. Shut up. There. You're you said it Shut now. up. Well, let me... You fucking said it now, haven't let you? Let me get through this. Let me get through this. Gotta it's get the worst this. part of every recording. Gotta get through gotta this. Gotta get through this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get... Gotta get... Gotta get... Go. What happened to Daniel Benningfield? Who gives a fuck? I right, don't. moving on. I fucking don't. What else have you got to say? Let's just go through them. What, 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 let's just break it down. I'm trying to, but we always take forever. It's already two and a half minutes and I just well, want to finish it. Have I said thwopo? Yes. You thwop. said thwop, thwopage, nuzzle thwopage, thwopo, nuzzle thwop, 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 dip it up, dip, bop, What, I've got a new one. Well, thwopo grande. No. <laughs> you knew you wanted to laugh there, didn't you? And you just, you just didn't manage not you to. You are a thwopaholic, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's your fucking problem. Fucking no, too right. Yeah. Too fucking right. <laughs> Shut up now, please. <laughs> just say it then. No one's stopping you from just doing the admin, mate. Do the fucking admin now. Zip. I've zipped it. I'm, I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah? Right now. Right this second. You can email us, thecheapshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at thecheapshowpod, at Paul Gannon Show, Eli's, Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. You're not doing that anymore. Fuck off patreon.com forward slash cheap show and we're on tumblr we're on facebook we're on instagram you can just look for cheap show you'll find us unless you find that rock band who sometimes gets some of our tweets a bit awkward but that's it for another episode of cheap show thanks very much for listening everybody what are you doing hey stop hey fucking he's put the crab bucket on my head and he's whacking it hey i thought i'd finish this episode by sm- thwacking your crab bucket <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs>